Hey y'all, and welcome to Solid Saturdays, where we take a moment just to have a casual conversation that flows from the heart of God. Listen, I get it. It's Saturday. Well, really it's not, but this was supposed to come out on Saturday, (laughs) but it's still the weekend. So you may be in your bed, you may be running errands or preparing to spend time with your loved ones. But since you're listening, I want you to sit at the edge of your seat and I want you to be inspired. Are y'all ready? All right, let's go. All right, so today we're going to talk about real power. And one thing about me is that I love to watch people. I love to observe their behaviors. I love to observe their interactions. And some people who know that I'm watching them, they start to act out because they know that my eyes are on them. (laughs) It's like too much. But you know what? Just saying that it has me thinking about how would we operate if we acknowledge or became aware that God's eyes are always on us, what opportunities would we seize? What things would we do? What things would we say? What things wouldn't we say? So we would become more aware of our words. We become more aware of what we do, knowing that God's eyes are on us. Sometimes we like to limit God's eyes to us being in a church building. But the Bible tells us that God's eyes goes to and fro in the earth. He never sleeps. He never slumbers. So he always sees you. So whether you're on your job, whether you're in school, whether you're in your homes and your friends, because a lot of times we like to think because we're in our homes, the safety and the comfort of our homes, that we can just do whatever. We can act however we want to act because we're just not aware of God's presence. But I just want to encourage y'all today, become aware of God's presence because truth is he's always watching us. So anyway, I like to watch people (laughs) because I'm just fascinated with how different each of us are. It's really amazing. And what I've learned from watching and listening to people is that people have different perspectives on things. Some people like to call it relative truth. They have those different perspectives and those perspectives are sometimes based on their past experiences or based on their past traumas. And honestly, the devil will try to keep you in that traumatic place without healing so that you won't access your true power. He wants to keep you in a place of weakness, a mindset of weakness so that you won't access your true power. The Bible talks about when Paul had a thorn in his flesh. It talks about that Paul wanted that thorn to come out because he just hated the feeling of being weak. He wanted to walk in power. He wanted to be strong. But God told Paul, he said, listen, my grace is sufficient for you, meaning that you are not supposed to do these things in your own strength. I am here for a reason. And that thorn showing your weakness is there for a reason. It's to show you that in your weakness, my strength is made perfect. So even when we are weak, in those times, of those traumatic times, that's when we're supposed to rely on God, where we're able to see his strength in our weakness. But what we like to do is we like to handle it on our own. And then we find out when we can't handle it on our own, that's when we get frustrated. That's when we get stuck. And that's where the devil wants us to be. He wants us to be stuck in our weakness instead of setting our eyes on God during our weakness. And when you are stuck on your weakness, then you're not able to access your true power. So what is your true power? Listen, y'all, your true power are your words. Your power is in your words. Listen, the wisest man in the world, he wrote a whole chapter in Proverbs about the power that is in what we say. When you get a chance, just read it. It's Proverbs chapter 18. Read that chapter. And Solomon talks about the power that's in our words. And every time you bow to your impulsiveness, 
you compromise the power that you have to change a situation. Yes, babies, I said it. You have the power to change your situation. But every time you bow to your impulsiveness, your emotions, then you compromise that power that you have to speak life and completely change your situation. God called us to be lights, but how can you be a light if you're always running out of dark places? How can you be a light if you blend in with the dark places? When are you going to use your power? I want y'all to think about something because a lot of times we run out of dark places because it's uncomfortable. But get this, you're a light. It is meant to be uncomfortable because nothing looks like you. You are the only one that's shining in that dark place. But instead, we like to say, oh, this is the devil or this is wicked, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so what if it was the devil? What if you're the only one that God sent there to set things straight, to be a light? Because light exposes darkness. We tend to forget our purpose in dark places because we think from a carnal way, meaning we think based on our human mind rather than setting our hearts and our minds on Jesus and what he is requiring of us in that dark place. You have purpose in the dark place, babies. It is not meant for you to bow. It is not meant for you to move out of. And a lot of times you compromise your power because you move out of that dark place, that uncomfortable place too early because it was simply uncomfortable. Listen, what if God ordained it for you to be in that place? Because people need you, because you have the power that they're waiting on. They don't know the power yet. But you can speak a word that can change the situation. The Bible talks about, I believe it's in Proverbs again. It talks about a soft answer turning away wrath. Yes, you may be in a bit of chaos. You may be in a turbulent place in your life. But how are you using your power? How are you using your words? Your soft answer, something contrary to what people expect of you, will turn away wrath. You have the power to switch and change the situation that you're standing in. How are you going to use that power? When are you going to use that power to speak life? Listen, I want you to think about this. When was the last time that you were in a very difficult situation? What did you do in that situation? Did you blend in or did you use your power? The Bible tells us, and y'all know this because we quote it all the time in church, but I want us to walk in it, right? It tells us that life and death is in the power of the tongue. Listen, people, life and death, that is huge and something that shouldn't be taken lightly. We can give life, y'all, no matter how our situation may look. But we can give life just by what we choose to say, because, you know, it's a choice. So I want to ask you today, what is your choice? Choose to be the change. Be the light, y'all, and speak life. You have the greater one living on the inside of you. Don't don't grieve the Holy Spirit. It's not worth it. Everything that you do in life, it has a purpose. Every place that you are is purposeful. God doesn't do anything without purpose, without impact, but you got to be aware of that. His eyes are on you. How are you going to use the power that he gave you? The treasure that's in your vessel. How are you going to use it? Bow to the greater one living in you because that's all you need. Let's pray. 
Father, we thank you. We honor you. We glorify you, God. We thank you for this time that we were able to talk about the power that you have given each one of us, Lord. And I just pray for everybody under the sound of my voice. I pray that you would strengthen them. I pray that you would keep them. I pray that you would open up their eyes and open up their hearts to realize that you are always there with us. No matter how hard the situation is, God, your name is omnipresent. You are a present help even in our time of need. So even for those people that may be in very difficult situations and times, Father, I pray that their eyes would be turned to you. You are the author and the finisher of our faith, God. And you tell us to set our eyes upon you so that we can run this race. So I pray, God, against all distractions, entanglements, Father, and I pray that eyes will be focused on you and they realize that you are where their help comes from, Father. And as they realize that, I pray that you are ready their tongue to speak and release life into every situation that will bring change. I pray for that immediate change for somebody right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. I pray, God, that even as they begin to speak life, that their heart will be in alignment with that and that they believe that once they speak it, that you are hovering over your word to perform it. You are waiting for us to speak a word according to your word so that you can perform it, so that you can work a miracle, so that you can bring forth healing, so that you can reconcile relationships, Father. I pray right now in the name of Jesus and by my faith with theirs that it is so whatever they're believing you for, that you will cause it to come to pass, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, do what only you can do, Father, in Jesus' name, God. And I pray, God, for a miracle for that person, that the situation will change, that we'll become more mindful of the things that we allow to come out of our mouth, God. And I pray even for self-control, God, to be in our midst, Father, so that we'll be able to speak when you want us to speak and not speak when you don't want us to speak, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your glory. Thank you, God, for this time where we were able to be together, God, and to hear from you. May you be glorified in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen, y'all, if you hear the wind blowing, it's because I'm outside and I'm walking and I just figured, hey, let me just go ahead and record this here because we're going to get this word out to you. Somebody needed to hear this. So I pray that you were definitely inspired by this message. And listen, because I know I serve such a faithful God, we serve a faithful God. We serve a loving God and we serve a God that never fails us. That gives me confidence that you did. And you know what that means? So I have no doubt that you will surely have a solid Saturday. See you all next time.